hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Hello and good morning slash evening. It is midnight and it is April 1st. I should be asleep, but once again, when am I ever asleep during midnight? (laughs) Anyhow, it's April. Oh my gosh, where's time going? Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. So it is April 1st. Most of you guys like to think of it as April Fool's Day. I used to love April Fool's Day when I was younger because I used to love to prank everybody and, you know, I got a kick out of it and uh, all that jazz. But now, I don't think I need any any pranking. Sometimes I, I think to myself, okay, um, is the prank over yet? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Okay, that was really corny. Yeah, you guys could totally hear that, like, forced out laugh. But I wanted to try to liven things up a bit because the last few episodes have been, you know, very somber and and sad and depressing and things like that. But I do have to share with you guys real quick before I actually wrap up on that. Um, you know, this weekend was pretty interesting. You know, um, there were, as I mentioned on Friday, there was... You know, on the last episode, the the one about Noah, um, there was like some gruesome evidence that came out and it was just very disturbing, very disturbing. So, um, you know, with that, actually yesterday was his birthday. And so on Saturday, you know, I took care of some things and uh, the boys and I and um, Philip and his son, we went to, well... Prior to going to Philip's house, because Philip literally is like a few blocks away from those apartments, we decided that we were going to, you know, drop off some flowers and balloons and and a card, you know, off at little Noah's, you know, apartment, you know, because I saw that on Facebook, there was a few other people that were doing it and, you know, I don't know why, again, I felt so compelled to just you know, contribute to this. I, 
you know, I, I, my heart aches for this little boy. It makes me so sad just, you know, whenever I think of his story. It, it's very heartbreaking. And like I said, you know, because it is in our community and because I, you know, he's my boy's age. And if you look at this boy, he's got this sweet face and there's pictures of him with other little kids and stuff. And he just seemed like such a caring kid. And it's just so heartbreaking that he was going through this. But, um, you know, anyhow, we... You know, we got him flowers, and the boys and I wrote a little card for him, and, you know, we put it in a little boat, in his little bouquet, and, um, you know, I'll be honest, you know, we drove into the complex, and, you know, it's like, it's a beautiful community. It's, there's a golf course behind it, so it's like you have this open field, and, it's just really beautiful and it's like as as you're walking in all you smell is or driving in all you smell is barbecue the community is absolutely like you know it's one of those suburbial you know very safe communities you know it it was just nice and then there's people at the pool and you know it it's just very you know a very beautiful community. I I can't, you know, I can't even think of the words to describe it, you know, and so as we're driving in, I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, this, this happened here, you know, and I guess these things can happen anywhere. So, you know, we were driving around, we're like, okay, it's apartment 201, And, you know, of course, with these complexes, it's never just like one apartment two or one. There's so many different sections and units. And so it's like, I was like, oh, crap. Why didn't I, you know what I mean? Why? And I didn't want to ask them. I don't know why it was so hard for me, you know. But I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, we ended up just, I remember asking somebody like, I asked um, a few of the, uh, you know, bystanders. And they were like, who? I'm like, thinking to myself this is your complex and you guys had like so many news broadcasters in here and they're like I'm sorry I don't know and you know maybe they were just trying to protect or whatever the case may be but anyhow I was like okay so Philip parked the car and I was like okay I know that the news puts everything on there and so I found it and so Actually, the boys and I went because Philip's son is, you know, two years old and um, we agreed that it was probably best for him to stay in the car because then it would be a little bit more difficult. So the boys and I went up to apartment 201. And let me say it was just an overwhelming feeling that came over us. You know, it's just... I, I can't even describe, you know, it, it's just, I got all these visions of this little boy coming out of the, uh, coming out of the apartment, smiling and, you know, and just seeing all of the other gifts that were there. It's like, I hope you know that you're loved little buddy. And based off of the things that we saw in the news, there's a possibility that he is still in there. Or 
it's just so sad. You know, and um, my oldest basically said that he felt that there was a presence there as well. Um, and perhaps there was. But it was just very sad. And, you know, once again, embrace your babies and just, you know, really be be loving towards them. And, you know, even though they can get, things can get overwhelming and stuff, especially if you're a single parent, just learn to be as patient as you can and if you snap it's okay I mean don't snap to where it it will bring a lot of damage but if you snap talk to them and say I'm sorry it's okay for them to know that you make mistakes as well talk to them and let them know that you did not mean it so you know that um that part of the weekend really touched my heart. Uh, I, I can't even, you know, I really do hope that this little boy finds justice and I really pray for the family to be at peace. You know, it's like, I truly wish that I could personally give them a hug and just tell them that I'm sorry. And you know, the thing too, with my kids, they told me, the day that, uh, or as we were um, driving back home from Philip's house, they said, Mom, at least we were able to feel empathy. I said, well, you know what that word means, right? They're like, being able to feel what other people might feel. And I said, yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. In the card, they both wrote, you know, my oldest wrote, happy birthday, bro. I thought that was kind of cute. And he said, you know, both of them had said, I'm sorry for what happened to you. Enjoy your birthday in heaven. You know, and prior to my divorce, I never, I never would have done something like this. Like, I never would have gone out of my, you know, my comfort zone and gone out there and, you know, um, actually my, my good friend and, you know, and uh, colleague said, Wow, you went to the apartment? I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would have broke down. Well, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I just felt compelled and empowered to go out there and and do these things. I don't know why, but, well, I do know why, but like I said, I just, I'm so touched by this, and that's why... You know, we got so involved in this. You know, I really believe that when you're going through things and you see other people suffering, you know, it really does help you out and it really does help you heal as well. You know, having to do like a random act of kindness, I think, you know, without, of course, um, the intention to, you know, get attention from it, that, that right there is, you know, powerful. I know there's a lot of us, uh, you know, you could tell when somebody is trying to do that. So, you know in your heart what your intention is. Just do it for the right reasons if you do decide to do so. But, anyhow... I wanted to share with you guys just where my mindset has been 
Um, it has been a crazy time of the week. And I've noticed that I've been a little bit more emotional. No, I'm not pregnant. Um, but I just have been very emotional. I'm not sure why. And, you know, I've noticed, though, that, you know, as... The days have been getting better. I haven't been as emotional. And, you know, things that would normally bother me, I'm beginning to get over. And that's when you know that you're healing. That's when you know that, you know, you're growing as a person. It's hard to measure, you know, the process of your healing when it's mentally and emotionally. Because, of course, physically when you have a wound, you can, you know, you could definitely see... It's visual, you know, you could see like, you know, if it's, uh, if there's any granulation, that's the nurse side of me, <laughs> or, you know, you, you could see if like there's just new skin growing in and if it's scabbing up, you know, things like that. But emotionally it's hard, but this is where you have to train yourself. I've said this before, you have to basically take yourself out of the situation and know what it feels like to not be in that situation, be familiar with being out of the situation, basically get out of what you would call the norm, you know, and make something else your norm. And once you make something else your norm, you become a lot more stronger and you're, you know, you're more aware of what's not normal or what's not okay. Make positivity your norm. Make feeling good normal to you. Make loving yourself so that you can do good for others normal for you. Make, nor make smiling normal for you. You know, um, I, I've noticed things about myself before, okay? And maybe a lot of you guys could relate. It is a big thing for me when I, you know, lately I believe that as I'm going to sleep and praying for blessings, I have noticed that blessings have actually came my way. You manifest these things and it's important. It's the law of attraction. I know it sounds a little hokey and, you know, cliche, but I'm telling you, it's definitely true. You know, the moment you just start saying, okay, you know, this is what I want. Of course, you have to work for it. But, you know, for things that you want to manifest, think about the steps. Like, for example, I would not ask for, I'm not going to ask God, God, give me a million dollars. No. Or, God, I want happiness. This is where you got to break things down and know how to get there. This is why setting goals are very important. For example, it's funny because my son had asked me, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? I was driving and I said, I don't need anything. I already have you guys. And they're like, oh, other than us, mommy. They're like, would you ask for a billion, a million dollars? I'm like, no. And they're like, why? I said, I would ask God for the resources to continue to make 
a million dollars every time. And they're like, what about a billion dollars? I'm like, do you know how much, how easy a billion dollars could be spent? After like, you know, after a few months that's gone, they're like, are you serious, mommy? A billion dollars? I'm like, sweetheart, inflation. (laughs) By the time you guys get to my age, yeah, it was a billion dollars is going to be chump change. Well, not really, but you know, with how how badly taxes are going to start going up, you know, I mean, that's that's definitely going to be the truth, you know? And I said I had told them, don't ask for specific things. The best way to do it is like for example, like You know, um, if somebody were to give, you know, I I don't like to ask for money. I like to ask for, you know what I mean, like an opportunity. I want an opportunity where I can continuously make money. I want an opportunity so I can continuously be happy to be happy. For example, I don't want just like a materialistic thing that's going to make me happy. I want a peace of mind. A peace of mind is going to basically continue to facilitate you know, like a happy environment because then I'll have a clear mind. If I have a clear mind, then I can be able to navigate through any problems. I don't want to be like, okay, well, I want to fix this particular problem. Why? Because more problems are going to happen. I don't want a temporary solution. I want a long-term solution. I want to be able to, you know, I want to be able to navigate through my problems long term. You know, it's like, I don't want to say, I mean, you're always going to have problems. You're always going to have dark days and you're going to get over it whether you like it or not. Well, I mean, we do have the option to kind of lay there and just wallow in our own self-pity, but that will do nothing for us. And then we'll like spiral and lose, you know, control and possibly end up where we don't want to end up. And then it's going to be a deeper hole that it's going to be harder for us to get out of. And that's typically where when we go through life challenges, we're in different holes. How deep do you want your hole to be? This is where you start learning. Okay. You fall into a deep hole and you're like, oh crap. You know what I mean? And you're just like, okay, well, let me take this step to climb in and this right here. Let me dig a little hole right here, you know, on this wall and I'll be able to climb out. You climb out of it. But guess what? As, your key, as you walk through your journey, you're going to fall into another hole. But here's the thing. I really believe that if you stay in that hole, the depth of it gets much more deeper. Well, yeah, that's redundant but the depth increases and you're going to be stuck in there longer. So it's like you got to move fast. And what you can do as well is, for example, if you have, you know what I mean? You know that if you have that acceptance that you're going to, you know, don't look at these as, oh my God, it's just, it's bad luck. It's not bad luck. It's a process. It's supposed to be there. You know, that's just how your journey is. If you accept the fact that you're going to have 
these types of challenges, don't even look at them as challenges. Look at these as, you know what I mean? They're little portals that you got to go through to become a much stronger person. You know, but if you get out of that portal and you're like, I'm not, I can't do this, then you're coming out of there half baked. You're not complete. And it's like, you're not ready for the next, the next like chapter of your, your journey. This is preparing you for bigger and better things. This is why you got to stand up. You got to keep going and just work on being a better version of you every day. And you'll know that you've improved like once you've been able to, you know what I mean? Like things that you were afraid of for the longest time and, you know, you're, you know, you're able to, to get yourself out of that rut and you're just be like, you know what, this does not bother me. Things that you were traumatized with, you'll have that courage to stand up and, and face it. Like, just face it without any shields, and you're just like, all right, come on, bring it, bring it. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. So, get yourself prepared. Get yourself prepared, because there's going to be more challenges. You know, it's like running those, like, little, like, I'm not really a marathon runner. But, you know, like, for example, like those Spartan races, you already know that you're going to have all these obstacles. So what do you do? You're preparing for that fight. Get out there. Get out there. You know, it's like you know what you got to face. There's certain things that, I mean, you might get some surprises, but I'll be honest. Once you expect all these things and if you've gone through these, and if you know that life is not always going to be smooth, then you'll be okay. You'll be in good hands. But... You know, during those times that it is smooth, don't sit there and relax. Don't sit there and relax. This is the time that you got to prepare for the storm. This is the time that you got to start gathering all the wood and all the nails and what have you, all the supplies. So that way it's like when that storm comes, you're just like, all right, well, you know what? I made it out. You paid your dues before that storm hit and like just ransacked the entire town and you're still standing, Right? But you got to believe in yourself. That's how I feel. There's some times where, yeah, I'm just like, man, I don't want to do this today. I don't want to do this today. I seriously don't want to do this today. You know, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I'll be honest, I actually took on more of a responsibility at work because A few people quit. A few people decided that they were going to move on to bigger and better things. So at this point, our company is not hiring. So because of that, I'm now having to (laughs) take on, you know, a responsibility that normally two people would split in half. And now I'm taking sole responsibility Kind of sounds like my life right now, you know, it's like being a single mom. Sounds like the single mom life, but I guess now I'm like the single, you know, case manager life. (laughs) But 
it happens, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's better for you to know everything. Train yourself to, you know, be more familiar with, with all of the, all of it, you know? And like I said, prepare for the storm because when that happens, you know, you'll be like, okay. Otherwise you're, you know, I mean, even if you don't prepare, you're going to just be, it'll be tougher for you. It'll be more challenging that, you know, like a lot of things I wasn't prepared for during my divorce. That was just kind of like, I thought I was prepared. I was like, okay, I got this. And then there was other things I'm like, I don't got this. But then I realized, oh, wait, hold on. I was able to survive other things, you know, and many people tell me, yeah, your situation's so hard and. You know, I've had people tell me, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I'm like, yeah, I went through, I went through some really bad times when I was still married. And now, even though it can get challenging financially and, you know, my energy level is low, I'll be honest, it, I am more at peace and that's more valuable because I know that, you know, it's one of those things where, what would you take with you on a deserted island? You know, it's like we have like ridiculous answers and stuff like that. And then you always have that one person that will say, well, I would take this. And they're like, why would you take this? And then they have that really awesome answer where it's just like, well, I would take this because it's a universal tool that could do this, this, and that. And, you know, I would bring a Swiss army knife. Why would you bring a Swiss army knife? What are you going to use it for? Well, I would use the Swiss army knife to cut off some branches and make a fishing pole. And then I would also use it to cut off some leaves and make a hut. I would use, I don't know, I would chisel a rock and, you know, there's so many different things. Okay, so the point of that is get yourself a Swiss army knife. Get yourself a universal tool that will be able to help you endure everything. Oh, where do do you get that? Okay, well, I'll tell you where you get that. You, you will be that universal tool. You will be that tool that will have the ability to manage and get through everything. And you have to believe that you will be that tool. You have to believe that you will get through, you will get by. And you have to also believe that you don't need anybody else and you can't really depend on anybody. Because once you, even though, let's say that's not the actual, that's not the case. And you do have help and it is okay to ask for help. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, okay, well, turn, you know what I mean? But if you have that thought in your head... That you don't have anybody to lean on. If that's if it is the case, then you know, yeah, you have your work set out for you. Trust me, I am in the same boat as you. I know what that's like. I have my work set out for me. But as I was saying, you know, once once you see that, you know, you no longer have that um, option. Sorry, I'm actually putting my laundry away. Or not away, I'm, you know, taking care of my stuff right now. But 
once you see that you no longer have that option of, you know, assistance, you are forced to take care of things on your own. And trust me, it'll, it'll be hard, but it's okay. The rainy times will definitely help you out. So no worries to that. You're like, really? And I've learned that the less I worry about things, the better it is. You know, I'll be like, I can't control it. I'm going to leave this up to God. And I do, and things get better. You know, because like when I stress out about it, I mess everything up. I it's, it's a chain reaction. When I stress about things, I find myself like just unable to focus on anything. I'm scatterbrained. I can't even focus on a conversation that, you know, that I'm having at that moment. So, <laughs> yeah, it's all bad during those times. I'm just like, what, what was that? And they'll be like, hey, we needed this. And I'm just like, what? And then it's like I have my kids like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And it's just like, what? And then Philip will like, you know, tell me some things and, you know, or he'll ask me something and I'm just like, what? Hold on, what? You know? So the important thing is train yourself not to think, not to think too much and train yourself to be, you know, um, more resilient to things. Once you become resilient, things get a whole lot better. Easier said than done. Yes, trust me. It took years of practice for me. But really try to be a lot more positive. A lot. And like I had mentioned before, healing crystals may as well. You know, it helps. Um, you know, even though I know that it might sound utterly r ridiculous to some people. But I do invest... And a lot of the whole like spiritual um, cleansing and energy cleansing only because, like I said, I definitely feel that it is, I need it. It's worth it. So that's why I, I do it. And, um, you know, I do in the future, I really hope to be able to you know, have my own YouTube channel eventually and have the strength to talk to you guys face-to-face. -face. It might be sooner than later. Who knows? <laughs> but it depends on my crazy schedule and, you know, crazy life. But that's like a whole other project. You know, I've had a few guests that I wanted to bring up before, but I haven't had the opportunity to, you know, get a hold of them. And, you know, um, so it's been... It's been kind of hard, but eventually that will happen again. <laughs> Just be patient with me. And, you know, I'll be honest. At the end of the weekend, I'm always kind of scared because I'm like, okay, wait, what am I doing? Even right now, I'm kind of like afraid of, you know, what I'm you know what I mean? Like what I could be missing or like I'm afraid of having just things like all over the place and just discombobulated and just being off. Um, the kids actually have spring break this weekend, so that'll be pretty interesting. 
and uh, you know I'm actually doing their laundry as we speak. Oh, this week is going to be busy. I actually have a wine and wealth learn over in Rancho Cucamonga, so I'm very excited for that, um, but a little bit nervous. So I, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm very nervous for that. <laughs> But I'm excited because it's going to be a good experience. And, you know, this last week, the end of last week was pretty, you know, was pretty interesting as well. And, um, you know, I know that there's a lot of things that are coming. I know that, you know, um, you know, we have a we have an event coming up and it's actually in Dallas. Oh, my goodness. I just forgot this weekend. I have another event. It is going to be busy. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I know that it's. Yeah, it's going to be busy. I can't, I can't stress it anymore. And uh, I got to figure out what is my goal for this week. I do have my Law of Attraction planner. I have not really been writing in it lately because it's just been crazy. I'm just kind of going with the flow and how everything goes, which is not the best or ideal way to do things. And I need to change that. So it is time for me to figure things out. So, yes, uh, at this moment, I'm folding up laundry and I'm hoping to get everything, you know, completed. So that way it's like this week, it's just like, okay, ready to go. Let's rock and roll. I have my kids home all week. Huh. You know, so far they've been pretty good with the chores, um, but then they kind of fell off. So we actually, you know, this might actually be a bit crazy and people are telling me that I'm kind of crazy for this because, you know, I ended up adopting a beautiful palm, Pomeranian Chihuahua. What? Yes. Uh, this poor thing, I saw her and I just felt compelled to, you know, adopt her. And um, the boys and I, you know, we just grew very fond of her. She's such a sweetheart. We just have to be a little bit more, um, you know, attentive towards her. And I know I got rid of my cats. You know, I mean, that one was pretty bad because the cats were kind of like, it was, it was just, I don't even want to like talk about that, but that was pretty bad. But anyhow, it's like, she's a sweetheart right now. She's in her little crate. We're crate training her. And, you know, we took her for a walk today twice. So I will probably do that tomorrow. Gosh, I gotta get on my, I gotta get on my um, my my planner. I feel like I am behind. I was using the Panda planner previously, and that one was very effective. Um, but I really just gotta get back on my um, Law of Attraction planner. So it is all about you know, staying organized and just making sure that it's routine and stuff. It's like, what the heck were you thinking, Cherry? You just, you can't even, you know, get onto this routine. But, you know, for the most part, we get a lot of things done. And definitely proud of that. So this week I have a few things that I do need to take care of and hopefully I can get those done maybe tomorrow. At least I hope so. And, uh, we shall see, but, you know, I truly hope all of you guys had a fabulous weekend, and, you know, you guys are 
enjoying it with your children, your families. You know, it's like life is too short. Like, as we just mentioned, it's like we had daylight savings time. It's April. And, you know, it's about to be, let me see, in four months. It's going to be a year for me out of here. My goodness, you know, and it's, it's crazy because, you know, um, like my children are like, well, I hope that, you know, so-and-so like stops bothering you. I'll be honest. It's quiet. I haven't had any contact with anybody and you know what I mean? There might be a possibility that that might happen again. And, you know, there was some times before where I would think to myself, oh my God, do these people not even like miss me? Like they haven't contacted you know, me or like, you know what I mean? It's like, and this sounds ridiculous. Like I haven't gotten any hits on Facebook or anything, but you know, it's, it's totally cool because I'm not out here living my life for anybody else. I'm here to live my life for myself and you know what I mean? For my children. And, you know, I I come up with a realization that, you know, it's like how I live my life now is, You know what I mean? How they're going to see it. So I have to be very mindful and very careful with how I'm really, you know, presenting what this life is to them. You know, I remember reading a previous post. I said, I'm selling my children the nightmare of adulthood because it's like I'm over here slumped over dinner, like just depressed. And this was actually when I was still like with my ex-husband. And, um, you know, I noticed that I, you know, I am a little bit happier now. I do get a little bit frustrated with them because it can get tough. But, you know, this is where we have to embrace the things that we are grateful for, you know. And, you know, I am definitely all about keeping, you know, the environment nice and tidy and just, um, you know, trying to stay as positive as we can and, you know, I think that having the kids involved with what happened, you know, like basically going out to the community and spreading that awareness for, you know, uh, child abuse and stuff like that, it really helped the kids, like, you know, really see how lucky they are and, um, you know, like just seeing other people, you know, or, or helping other people as they're going through you know, going through some, some changes in their life. I think that that's, you know, a good thing for the, for, for the boys to see so they can learn how to appreciate things. So, um, and even for us as well, I think we need that reminder because we get caught up in our own lives and we're just looking at our own lives like, oh my God, I wish I had this and that. I just told my son, you know, this is where we have to be grateful for what we have, you know, instead of like complaining about what we don't have, you know, And I believe that when we are not um, grateful for what we have, you know, it's like we're put through that test. You know, how, how much are we valuing what we have, you know, rather than, you know, wanting what we don't or being jealous of people because of what they have and, you know, basically talking down on them. But, you know, I've learned throughout the last few months to, to just be happy for people you know, to basically shift my way of thinking and know that, you know what, maybe there's certain things that I wish that I had, but, you know, eventually my time will come. You know, it's all about timing. And that's how I see it now, you know. um, 
there's a lot of things that I still do kind of get irritated with with certain people and just hey I'm only human I'm not gonna walk on water or anything like that but you know <laughs> there are some times where I get like really frustrated with certain things and you know what I mean I'll voice my opinion and my opinion is not always right because it is in opinion so it's pretty much you know my opinion is pretty much subjective so you know at the same time it's like I am trying to I need to work on that and I know I need to work on basically controlling that like especially when I get irritated because it's like sometimes common sense is not so common anymore but that's when we just have to understand for these people <laughs> you know and I think I need to start doing more meditation and you know just kind of clearing all of that I hope I can wake up early tomorrow I have to now because now we gotta take the cute little new member of the family out so she could do her thing a thing but you know I was thinking to myself that you know I was actually ready I just got off the phone with Philip we were kind of just what do I say kind of a lot we were talking about a few things and I was like he's not feeling well the poor thing I know he's very tired and uh, his little one was sick today but there was some things that we were talking about that was um, rather frustrating to him and of course, now that, you know, we are in a relationship and, you know, it's like, you know, it, it's kind of frustrating to, to hear as well. But, you know, he and I just got off the phone and um, I was like, okay, I'm ready for sleep now. But I was like, oh my gosh, I have laundry, unfinished laundry that I have to take care of. And I know for a fact that I'm not, it would be very much like um, unrealistic for me to say, okay, I'm going to get all of this done today. But at the same time, I know for a fact that I don't want to leave everything down here and then come downstairs tomorrow and find a huge mess because then I'm going to get frustrated and <sighs> that's not how I want to start my day. I remember waking up at five o'clock in the morning to get everything done and I was very proud of myself because I said wow I definitely kicked ass today will I kick ass today not sure I will actually I will kick ass today <laughs> it's a law of attraction so you know but don't beat yourself up but at the same time make yourself a plan set some goals and you know think of steps to get there it's easier said than done because a lot of us are not used to the whole goal setting thing. I know I'm not. Um, it took a while for me. And, you know, I would just write goals and I would just, you know, a lot of them were, you know, uh, manifested. And I think I do need to definitely, you know, uh, have a have a goal, um, you know, like a vision board. I had one. And then I ended up, um, like, it was basically drawn with, um, 
on a poster board, a black poster board, and it had all these. Um, I used chalk, marker chalk. So, yes, <laughs> I'm not sure if that really like. You know, I'm not sure if that really helped out, but I I do need to hang it up, and you know, hopefully, I can you know, see that every day. And I do have goals that I had set already for the last, um, but I haven't followed through. I have to be honest with you guys. And it's like weekly. That's why I'm so obsessed with getting everything like picked up and done because it will, you know, how everything flows um, the beginning of the week totally affects like how the rest of my week will end. I know that sounds funny, but it's definitely true. And even if I don't get like adequate sleep, like I'm starting to notice that now that definitely plays a big part on, you know, whether or not I have a good week. So being that it's 12 now, I need to make a goal to be in bed by at least at least 12 so I can have a clear mind. But so far I have everything I have everything done. But I do have to wake up a bit early. Hmm. Huh. I think that's it for tonight because I do need to hurry up and get myself to bed. So once again, you guys, thank you for listening. I do hope that I can give you guys something a little bit more, you know, um, I'm, I'm hoping for some really good material for you guys within the next few days that will help, you know, and I hope that I can provide you with some kind of good news within the next few days as well. You know, so far, I think I have been. There's no bad news. And, you know, I just want you guys to know that, you know, when you come out from the other side, I'm making it sound like you guys are coming out of the closet, which is wonderful, by the way. You know, it's like, don't be afraid. You know, it's like step out of that comfort zone. You know, get out of that fear. So, you know, I, I, I want to say that, yes, I do want... And hope that I have that, you know, I really hope for those that are still kind of stuck in that situation. I hope that you guys can find that strength within yourself to come out and just, and as I said, slide into this cocoon. Even though there's probably some challenges in this cocoon, slide into it, turn into a beautiful butterfly. And I really hope that, you know, you guys can see that it does make a big difference. You know, you can be strong. You could definitely be strong and it'll be, it'll be okay. So, once again, thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you guys sometime this week or probably within the next few hours. Who knows? Okay, until then, we'll get through this together and be kind to yourself. Have a great night.